and welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast with Tyler and Greg. Tonight, we have some odd topics. We're going to talk about the strange and mildly disturbing tardigrade. 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 I, I never remember missing attendance once. I, I, yeah, no, in, in any of your grades. Yeah, in yeah, any grade, yeah. yeah. Very good. Uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, pasta and issues, issues with it, but it's uh, we love it, and that's a, a thing. That's the pasta. That's Monday, Wednesday, and yeah, Friday. And for the pa- pasta, right. Exactly. Those are the pasta days. Now, Burritos do you, do you, every do other day. Do you eat uh, pasta with your chicken parm? Is that a thing? Oh, that yeah. Oh, yeah. that goes with Now, my it. wife okay. will eat chicken parm with no pasta. Yeah, I, I have to have a, 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 a pasta. you got to have the pasta. Yeah. As a matter of fact, so, I had to pick between the two. I'd go give her the chicken parm just give me the pasta I see. and then we uh, talk a little bit about marketing and sales yep. uh, which is always uh, hilarious and I'm, I'm sorry for using the word chick I, I, that might be offensive I should have said young lady but uh, but anyway that whole uh, section was <laughs> offensive it was the whole thing was well, we, we made fun of we nerds were, I don't think we, we were being offensive when you when this goes back when you were talking about the um well, we'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But but anyway, but yeah. so so we talk, we talk we get into nerding a little bit, and then uh, we talk about things uh, Greg's wife hates. Yeah, and and to some degree, the direction of the podcast. Yeah. It's not much, but the, she yes. focuses focuses it all into a few things. Yeah, but with burning hot with passion. passion. Yeah. That's right. So, um, yes, I was talking about my uh, my tyranids recently about this you know extra galactic super predator that. Uh, Drifts through the vacuum of space, finds a prey world, and sends all these horrible monsters down to crush the resistance. So this is your 40k. This, this is my 40k army. Yeah, it's an evil. Well, they're not really evil. They don't actually have emotions, so they're not really evil. They don't. Uh, they don't hate anyone, but they're you know inimical. They're ambivalent. They're, they're, yeah, exactly. They, they, so they eat everything. Uh, they 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 basically uh, suck all the life off a planet. And then you asked me, you they're said they're perfect. They're, yes, he said. You know, is there anything like this? And I said, well, I mean, the closest thing. I can come up with is the tardigrade. If you read about a tardigrade and you would just imagine them larger. If it, you know, if it was like maybe six feet tall, it would be absolutely terrifying. The one fact that I want to point out before you go on is the the tardigrades or water bear is what they're commonly called. Also called moss piglets. The moss piglet is delightful. Yeah, that's cute. The uh, tardigrade's mouth can telescope outward to reveal sharp teeth that are used to grab onto food. Yeah. Remind you of anything? Yeah, alien. Alien. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, that's. They're, they're also they're also called space bears. Space bears. Yeah, space bears. But they're not really bears. They they have eight legs. I don't know that bears usually have eight legs. Well, they look kind of huggable. I think that. Well, they they look like the Michelin Man, they but, look very, but an alien. They, they look almost like a, a caricature of an evil, horrifying being. Yeah, because they got chibi. They, they got it's that, like a chibi. They, yeah, a chibi monster. Right. Exactly. So am uh, I pronouncing that wrong? Chibi. Chibi or chibi. Chibi. As far as I know, it's chibi. I'm not a weeaboo, so I can't really tell you about this. But um, no, no. So, so I was reading about these guys and their resistance to damage. They could survive like going down to like one degree Kelvin, which is one degree above absolute zero. That's handy. That's ha- it's very handy. What if yeah. it's cold out? They don't need a sweater and nothing like that. <laughs> the little tardy uh, they, sweaters. Tardy sweaters. Oh. Uh, they can survive uh, high temperatures, although they don't. They don't. Uh, they can't do things at high temperatures. They can withstand them. But like the, what? Their, their taxes, build well, a shed. You know, build a shed. Uh, what are you talking about? They can't do things. Feasting on your brain meats. Feasting on you your know, brain those, meats. Those yeah. kinds of things. You know. But um, but uh, they can survive like 420 Kelvin. That's that's 300 degrees Fahrenheit for short periods. So so you know. And then uh, they've been talking about the fact that these things could survive planetary disasters. Things they've like, survived five mass like, extinctions already. Right. And they yeah. exist everywhere. You know, they're they're in Antarctica. They're in your backyard. They're in your 
moss out on their your steps. They're they're in they 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 found them in um, superheated mud uh, vents like near near volcanoes and stuff. Uh, they just they live there everywhere. They're everywhere. I don't I don't I don't like it. They're everywhere. So I imagine the next mass extinction extinction and they're the ones that. Survive enough to. They're the ones who caused to, it. To, they caused it. They <laughs> they're got, the one, they're they like, got together. Once we, get say, rid hey. of the, once we get rid of these assholes, <laughs> we'll be able to do whatever we want. Yeah. No, but I mean, people have, have often postulated did they come from space, yeah. right? So they could survive, theoretically, um, a, a trip through space because they can, apparently, they can go down to 2% of their, their normal body's water. Oh so God. they turn into these dried up little, little husks. Yep. And that uh, can come back to they life get, when, they they, get when they get rehydrated. Going. Yeah, when they get rehydrated, apparently they just get back up and start hunting for food again. So they eat. Uh, they eat also plant. convenient. Also convenient. They, so they eat, they eat plants mostly, but they can eat invertebrates, which is lucky for us because we have spines. So <laughs> why is that lucky for us? That's, well, I, well, uh, are they? They're not invertebrates. They are themselves invertebrates. Yes. So they will cannibalize themselves. They've been, could, they, They've been known to eat. They've been known to eat them. The them other tardigrades. Recently, there was some controversy. Some people were saying that tardigrades actually incorporate DNA of the things they eat into their own DNA. I don't like that. Um, well, apparently that's actually under debate right now. Whether that's just it, those are the, those are just impurities or something when they were doing it. But uh, that's a little creepy. You know, yeah. I eat you, and now I can grow your hand out of me. <laughs> out of me. No, but so wh- wh- why? So they could come from extraterrestrial, right? Like a, a possibly, although this is a panspermia pan, situation. Please don't right? use that word. Don't look it up in Urban Dictionary. I don't, no, <laughs> don't look up wet nap in Urban Dictionary. Don't look up wet nap. Don't look up yeah. wet burrito. What's wet nap? It's when it happens in the afternoon. What do you want me to tell, <laughs> it's it's tell wet you? Nap. So no, so <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> so no, so, <laughs> no, no. So uh, they come. They 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 come from space, right? Maybe yeah. maybe maybe they come maybe. from Mars. Maybe Nobody they come from knows. Venus. Uh, but we were, we were talking about this before, and I wanted to know, other than their behaviors that are very otherworldly, yeah, wouldn't the core DNA, the building blocks of this creature, right. be give clues to its extraterrestrial nature? Okay, you know, would All it right. be foreign enough for us to go, hey, okay. that ain't right? All right, so the, so okay, so currently on Earth. More or less, with certain really bizarre exceptions, which I won't get into, life either uses DNA or RNA to replicate itself. Okay, okay. RNA is only generally used by viruses as a form of replication. Most uh, entities, creatures that we know of as higher life forms, use DNA. Okay, okay. so DNA is a stable, self-replicating molecule. Okay, under the conditions it needs, you know. Many people have postulated though that if there are planets like Earth, DNA would almost in Inevitably, become the me- the method by which life would replicate itself. So the fact that tardigrades have DNA doesn't necessarily mean they're from another planet. Okay, in other mm-hmm. words, it's quite likely DNA is all over the place in the galaxy, and that's actually not an unusual kind of a thing. So could it be something else on another planet? Of course, but it, DNA may not be that rare. Okay. Right. Now, on the other hand, and it's just statistically speaking, it is just nowhere but Earth. So the probability this is all we've got. Right. So we could assume that if another, if you had to guess what would happen on another planet that got life, yeah, you either know you either take a wild guess or you go, it would probably be like Earth. Right. And assuming conditions are similar, it, yeah. it should be like Earth. So anyway, there's tardigrades here, and the, the no, we're issue, talking about just DNA, not the creature, yeah, DNA, itself, DNA. not the creature, now the creature just itself, the, the, the DNA. Right. So then the creature itself, you can you can sequence its genes, okay, and kind of say, well, what kind of genes does that? So for instance, it could have a gene for say mitochondria. 
Okay, so mitochondria is an organelle. It's part of your cell, and it's what makes energy, makes ATP, which gives the cell the stuff it needs to burn sugar and, and develop energy. So the issue is, is that, again, you're asking the same question. It's like, well, if, say, the gene for ATP or the gene for, you know, whatever, if that is constant across other planets, you wouldn't be able to tell the tardigrades from some other planet. If it had some markedly different, bizarre cellular structure that we've never seen before in any way, shape, or form, then you could start saying maybe this is the result of an alien evolution. But I find it interesting because, once again, these systems, these genes, are so successful and so important to the functioning of an entity that an earthworm's, you know, basic proteins are the same as your basic proteins. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they, they're not any different. Earthworms have collagen. Earthworms have, uh, uh, you know... Uh, so in these- that same comparison, earthworms to humans, how close are tardigrades to humans? I don't know. I'm not a tardigrade know. biologist. I would imagine quite quite far. I mean, tardigrades are tiny things. They're like little, you know, they're like half a millimeter. They're like these little itty-bitty things. You know, they're invertebrates, you know. Uh, but they're not arachnids. They get eight legs, but they ain't arachnids. They're mm-hmm. something else. So uh, it's a oh, I, that's interesting. Yeah, so it's an eight-legged oh. thing that's not an arachnid. So, oh, and what uh, other examples of that do we have? As far on, as I know, it's not an arachnid. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we I, don't know. If you know, text yeah, us. I t- yeah, we, or, we, no, we, don't, we don't don't text us. Is there anything? Emails. Is there anything else with uh, with eight legs that's not an arachnid? I think it's crustaceans it's, have uh, ten legs. Uh, I don't know about. I think scorpions have ten legs. I don't know. Anyway. I think, you, know, I think, you know, you know, a dragon that has arms, legs, and wings is actually an insect. It's got six appendages. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have you noticed that they've gotten away from dragons like that? Dragons now are all like the ones in Lord of the Rings, not Lord of the Rings, uh, the, the the Hobbit. Yeah. And 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 uh, of course, uh, our, our favorite show, uh, Song of Ice and Fire. Uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. You know, they, they have the, the front arms are actually the wings. Right, which is a, a wyvern or a weavern, depending yeah, on how you exactly. pronounce it, right? Or, or Drake, That's probably yeah. because we're looking for a more biologically... Yeah, A more realistic portrayal so, of, of a dragon. Somebody was talking to me about this. They said that science fiction has, um, has waned a bit. Uh, in, in popularity, fantasies become the big thing. And the interesting thing is, there's no physics in fantasy worlds, none. But there is biology. Oh yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, of people yeah. write these before, things yeah. with these, yeah, these complicated ecologies and all this kind of stuff. You know, which is so. I guess biology is okay in a fantasy world, but but physics isn't. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, stupid physics, all that math, stupid math. Yeah. Uh, so, so there's tardigrades. So, that's tardigrades. So maybe we'll come back to this topic again. They're they're very. They're they're kind of cute. They're kind of cute until very that popular. until that proboscis mouth comes out. Comes out and, and, and ticks your eye, sucks bite, your eye, bite, sucks your eye. Right. Yeah, they're, they're, the biowepons division is currently working on a large weaponized tardigrade. Weaponizing yeah, tardigrades. Gonna, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so um, we uh, we were having a discussion last night that you you had some we things you had some things to say about about pasta. Oh. Pasta, yeah. Yeah. So we've been eating a lot of pasta lately. You know, we've talked about the pasta restaurants in the area. Um, but uh, the two restaurants that we go to, Pasta and uh, Pasta Beach, yeah. there is, they cook the pasta perfectly. Now, how does that, what does that mean exactly? I mean, what, what do you, well, do you like al dente? Do you perfectly like Perfectly for me. So al dente, which means, I, I think it translates to, to the bite. To, yeah, to, right? the, to the bite. Or to the yeah. teeth or to the bite. Yeah, or right, to the, right, yeah. Uh, so stiff, stiff pasta. Now, I like my pasta Stiff, stiffer than stiff. Don't look up stiff pasta on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it gave me the old stiff pasta. <laughs> yeah. 
So no, so um, I like mine a little bit stiffer, but but it, these restaurants cook it perfectly, and other restaurants I've been to is kind of mushy. Uh, and I think what happens is this is a guess. Yeah. Typically in a restaurant, your pasta is already cooked and boiled. Okay. And it might be cold or maybe it's room temperature. But when you say, I want it's penne, flaccid. they grab a handful of, of, of this, this, uh, what's, what? no, that's this penne right. and they put it in this little, little basket. It looks like a little um, fryer screen, like a, a screen colander. Yeah. You know, like the, with a handle on one yeah. and it looks, like a, it looks like a metal screen, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. It, or, or, or any other, any number of other type of, of double, not double boiling, a little basket that goes into boiling water. And they have this, this continuing pot of boiling water and they put the pasta in there for 30 seconds till it, it warms up it heats up and it takes it out and they put it on your plate so and basically it's sort of re yeah, a little bit reboiled it's a little reboiled, a little reboiled. And, and that um, this is a guess yeah that may be why pasta at restaurants is just a little flaccid it's not it's flaccid pasta it's flaccid you know. pasta yeah, give so, me old flaccid pasta <laughs> give her the so slipped her the flaccid pasta. Did he? No, uh, but, but uh, no, no. But so, I mean, so but, my, tell the story about my, my wife's. I can't. I can't tell you can't, the story. You can't do it. I can't tell the story. We're by the way, folks. Gotta get, I'll get permission. Folks, we're gonna I'll have eventually gonna have a spot called Things Greg's Wife Hates. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's yeah, a lot yeah. of things we learned. We learned. We learned, but, we learned uh, something. But no, you were saying that you you were saying that sauce is sauce, but pasta is the pasta itself. No, is, so is, you're absolutely correct. So. Uh, I was saying this the other night that when you eat pasta, for me, it's all about the pasta. Yeah. Because sauces are very wildly and they can be amazing and different. And one of my favorite sauces or, or a sauce that I find to be very, very serviceable is the sauce from Papa Gino's. Oh, absolutely. It's good. Papa yeah. Gino's sauce is a... It's actually really it's good. Really, and also the other one is um, uh, Subway. The oh, yeah. sauce, their meatballs are in this sauce. Yeah. It's a great sauce. Really? The meatballs are... are actually, you know what? I have had meatball sandwiches there. They're it's actually lingering around in that sauce. It's perfect, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so getting the sauce right and getting a sauce you like, it, but you can screw it up with just poorly cooked pasta. And fettuccine. Yeah. Fettuccine is my most hated pasta. Why do, you, now, why do you not like fettuccine? No, it's not my least favorite pasta. Yeah. It is my most hated pasta. You actually, actually, it's the only pasta that I hate. hate it. Yeah. That's a strong, like a strong word against is, a, a food. You know, every kind of pasta out there I love. Yeah. Spaghetti, oh, bow tie like, pasta. Like tagliatelle. Tagliatelle. Yeah. Um, penne, farfalia. Farfalia. Uh, um, the the uh, rigatoni, the big ones. Any of those are, are great. Fettuccine is terrible. I, I don't understand. I don't mind fettuccine. I don't understand it either, Tyler. It's a, it's a thick noodle, basically. It's, it's a, a wide it's a noodle. noodle. It's a wide noodle. Oh, I also don't Again, like, don't look up wide noodle. I also... <laughs> the old wide noodle. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like thick spaghetti. Okay. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you prefer angel hair yeah, or vermicelli. Like, yeah, three or four you inch know diameter. Mean, you know what vermicelli means? It means worms. Little worm. Little worms. Yeah, yeah. little worm. That's yeah. a, the Italians have a, a playful... He's like, you know, my <laughs> you were talking about it today. Like my, my poor my poor grandmother thought she could speak some Italian to this cab driver in Rome. She's, Your poor grandmother. My poor grandmother. Yeah, yeah. She, and he looked at her and she went, Cavone. Cavone. <laughs> Which means you live in a cave. You live in- <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But no, no, I think actually I have to say I, I agree with you very much on that. Uh, gnocchi are a good example. Gnocchi of that. is very you difficult know, to get right. Gnocchi, you know, if it's hard, it's this this gummy. Nasty kind of a thing, if and you're already your your mind is already primed with the fact that they look like little slugs, and they're made of potato, which is the, weird. Potato, potato is fine, know, but they but, look like little little um 
little water plump. bears. They look like water bears. They, they, <laughs> they look like tardigrades. They kind of look like they, little, they, plump they little tardigrades. Tardigrades are segmented, much like gnocchis are. So are they segmented? Yeah, they're segmented. Yeah, but not an insect. As far as I know, no. I'm not sure. Uh, we'll have to. We'll get back to you on this one, folks. But anyway, getting back to it. If and if you overdo gnocchi, it's like the sloppy, it's wrong, nasty thing. So I have to say, um, it is hard to find a place that does good gnocchi. Yeah, for me, tortellini and ravioli. Those are my favorite. You like ravioli? Process. What do you like in your ravioli? Uh, cheese. Jeez. Although I, for the first time in my life, yeah, I had butternut squash ravioli. I've had that. It's good. It was fantastic. It yeah. and I'd never had it before. No, but for me, it's che- never meat ravioli. It's got to be cheese. I cheese like regatta lob- cheese I, I and like, whatever uh, else you put in there mixed with that. Lobster ravioli. No. Oh, it's no. good. It tastes like the pier. No, <laughs> they have they have more than uh, more than four legs. They, oh, that's right. They, yeah, and an exoskeleton. Oh, wait, tardigrades are off your diet. They're off my diet. You're not yeah. going to eat a big bowl of tardigrades? No, with, with milk. With milk. Because <laughs> the problem is if you were to eat a big bowl of tardigrades, they'd come out the other end unscathed. That's They, they would be, be like, fine. They, they wouldn't would, care. They would be like, it would be like a tour. Yeah. They're that like, fun. oh, that's neat. Oh, look at this acid. We don't care. You know, it's oh, like, God. but anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I think, I think you're absolutely right. And you're right about sauces. There's many good sauces, although um, Greg's restaurant, which I was, was a staple of my diet. It was my kitchen. Uh, changed their pasta and they changed it to uh, very high in hot pepper. Uh, not quite a Fra Diavolo, not quite an Arrabbiata, but I mean, they, they put hot pepper in it. And they honestly, shouldn't do that because their well, their bread and butter is old people. I know, and right? Old people don't. Yeah, I know the old people. You know, you, you always say they, they they keep the AC running. No, my high, wife high. says that. Your wife says, yeah, yeah. She goes, they, hey, Megan, it's cold in here. She goes, yeah. Keeps the old people fresh. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, why would you? Uh, why would you make your standard sauce an arrabbiata? That's an odd. No, you thing. don't do that. It's just, you you got to have understand. your my my uh, my family calls the sauce that they would make a big giant pot of sauce. Yeah, which is basically olive oil, garlic, and onions browned on the bottom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you put in tomato so- cans of tomato sauce like Hunts it says tomato oh, okay. sauce on so it so you're doctoring you put, up the Hunts you put tomato yeah. paste and you put crushed tomatoes all that goes in the pot okay. and it, you boil it for four hours okay. salt and pepper that's a sauce right. and then if you have meat to chuck in there you typically in you there. put the meat and that's going to go bad in the fridge right you got leftover bologna. ribs or leftover bologna. not bologna, some, some leftover bologna. hot dogs any, <laughs> leftover anything and you chuck it in there and it, it boils and boils and boils and it flavors the sauce so that's a sauce what yeah. was the question you were saying I don't know. Uh, so uh, that's uh, no, I forget what it was. We're talking that's about, a good sauce, though. Well, that, that is a good sauce. Yeah, I mean, but you're saying sauce is sauce. So I mean, I, I agree with oh, you. Oh no, no, no. It's, so it's, my this is what I was going to say. Yeah. So my family calls that the heavy duty sauce. Okay. That's like the the stick to your you know the the, the, the big stick to your thick, ribs the big thick heavy duty sauce. Yeah. Yep. Now we'll go a little bit. This is not about well, it's about sauce, but it's more about marketing. I, I remember oh good learning, marketing. Oh, marketing is fascinating. <laughs> I find oh, it boy. I'm going to yeah. get... And I, get. I mouth off about marketing all the time. And I, my friends of mine at work are marketers. And yeah. I remember like, oh, I just cracked you're on friend, marketers. You're friends with marketers? I am friends with marketers. Don't, wow. don't, don't, don't strike that, that against around. me. Don't yeah. strike that against me. So, um, no, the... Um, uh, something about tomato sauce. They were marketing tomato sauce, and this marketing company goes and like, well, we got to sell more tomato sauce. We get people to like our tomato sauce. Yeah. So they would go and they would ask people, "Do you want your sauce to be chunky, spicy, this, that?" The other thing. They would ask them all these questions. They went, "Oh, chunky. We want chunky, chunky sauce, chunky yeah. sauce." And so now that's where you got chunky tomato sauce. I'm Italian. I've never seen a chunky tomato sauce in my life. And and I'm talking Italian American. You go to Italy, you don't they don't do chunky tomato no, sauce. No, they don't. They don't. So 
uh, it's strictly an American marketing ploy. Now, you get the same people and you put tomato sauce in front of them yeah. and you say, which one tastes the best? Nobody likes the chunky tomato sauce. They like it when it's printed on a label as a buzzword to get them to think it's fresh right. or it's good or it's different. But that's not better. That's not more flavorful. But that's marketing, isn't it? That's marketing. That's, they don't. It doesn't matter what you want as long as they can teach you what they, you want or tell you what the, what you want. That's, then, then that's, that's it, then it that's was a big it, lesson for me in the power of marketing. Yeah. That that given a, t a, a taste test, nobody wants chunky, but seeing it on a label, they grab it something about that something about more, that word that makes them yeah. feel there's something other yeah. than how good the sauce is. It's it's pushing other buttons. Yeah. And I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. That's so interesting. beware. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I I remember uh, the. Um, uh, I was talking to. I think it was uh, my friend Sam. Uh, he was talking about uh, running uh, things like mobile phone stores, tech stores, and I said, so, so what do you, you know, what do, what do they want in, pe in sales? What kind of salespeople do they want in a tech job? Okay, and he's like, well, you always want a hot chick. Because that, that always works. It's like it's almost like a no-brainer. If you have like a, a very attractive woman selling things, people want to you know buy stuff from her. But he actually said that in the tech world, you want a nerd. You want to oh, have, yeah. have a nerd because the nerd. Okay, the nerd isn't sexy like the hot chick. Okay, he's not. And it's not there. But yep. you say this man's a nerd and he knows about this stuff, so he can tell me what I should buy and I, how I should. I know get. he knows a lot about technology because he's because, obviously not spending he, time on women he's got and, and and the hot chick who works with him is paying him no money no, no attention he has no <laughs> no, no choice no. but to but to sit at a computer and figure out how so, it works so what i do is whenever i go to a tech place right i uh you know i sit down and i start working with the guy and i was just recently working i was getting a new phone and this guy was was working with me and he's you know as a friendly little millennial nerd you know and we were talking so so he goes well what's your what's your email and I C T H U L O O. And he goes, oh. he goes, well, how did you get that? <laughs> oh, I think you mentioned that before. <laughs> he goes, like, yeah. How did you get that? You know? And so by the time we were done, we were talking about 40K and we were talking about Game of Thrones. Yep. And, and, you know, and it was funny because he goes like this. Where, so we hit it off like that. He goes, he goes, you know, your, your plan's for multiple people. I go, what? He goes, yeah, you're, you're on a plan for like four people. Do you have any people that I go, no, I'm alone. He goes, let's fix that. <laughs> See, so he, you, you know, you, you, you yeah. talk the language, you know, yep. you, you get, you get to, you know, so, so uh, it's definitely uh, uh, kind of funny when you hit it off like that as a stealth nerd. I'm a stealth nerd. Would you say like in, if you were to meet me, okay. And you didn't know anything you, you would, I would assume say I was eccentric, right? Yeah, you would you know still, I'm well, would you know I'm a nerd if you No, if you because were to, you wear you wear black loafers, uh khaki pants and a and a button up Oxford shirt every day of your life. More or less, yeah. More or less. I only have one mode of dress. You only mode of mode of dress, you know, weekends, evenings out to the movies, it doesn't really matter. So you don't dress like a nerd. Now we know nerdy people. I mean uh um, you know, I met um, Harry the other day. He's got giant mutton chops. Spectacular, They're amazing. Spectacular mutton chops, you know, just on each side of his head. Uh, Nate, he's got a beard that he could murder people with. He, he, I believe he has a, a, nest, a nest of thrushes living in it. it he does, and yeah. it's, it's weaponized. He, yeah. has to have it, he has to register that beard because yeah. it's, so, it's, it's, it's a tactical beard. Yeah, I think so um, it really is. Yeah. So, you know, there are other, like, like not those aren't, well, the beard isn't necessarily nerdy, but there are other nerdy yeah, things careful, you can do. You've you, got a beard. You can have. I have a beard. Yeah, uh, but no, you, you're, you're. You wouldn't just, really know. I, no. Now, 
with you, you have a kind of um, your style is very kind of left of center. You've got the long yeah. hair. You've got the beard. Uh, you tend to dress very casually. I wouldn't call you a nerd, though. I would. I would look at you as more of a musician. I, if I were to yeah, peg you, I'd say you were a musician. You know, maybe you know, yeah, it's a d- musical kind of a person. You know, so yeah, I don't run around with like a Hello Cthulhu shirt or no. you know Hello Kitty shirt no. or some kind of ironic weirdness. Yeah. Uh, you know, although I am wearing a I am wearing a Star a Wars Star celebrations Wars celebration yeah. shirt. Now Megan last night was wearing a shirt that had the video game, the the Star Wars video game, the vector graphic Star Wars game from what was 80, 80, 87, well, 88, somewhere in well, there. Well it's it was the trench run, so it probably came out before Empire, which came out in eighty one. I think Empire came out in eighty one. Oh, I thought it was later than that. Wow. Okay. No, so, no, it was yeah. uh, Empire came out and yeah. So anyway, um, you know, I just think it's uh, it, it's, let's find it, out it, when Empire Strikes Back came out because we have right now we have we have nerds screaming at, at, at oh their, yeah real at nerds their, at their uh, iPhones yeah um, get it right guys what do we got here uh, blah, 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 blah. Empire Strikes Back 1980 if only, so if only Empire Strikes Back came out nah we got yeah. he's a millennial. He's not, he's is, a, he, he's, is he a millennial? Yeah, he's, a, he's not a nerd though. Yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have Wi-Fi, so no. he's, so uh, yeah. So 1980, so that video game probably came out in 80. Wow. It was probably a you know That's I remember. Nice. So this is the vector graphics video game. You sit well the one we yeah. at my arcade. You sat down in it and yeah. you, you piloted the X-wing. It was mm-hmm. fantastic. Red five standing by. Red five Da-da-da-da. standing by. Yeah. R two. Yeah, see if you can lock it down. All yeah. the all the the, so the all phrases. All the trope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so. How are you doing tonight, Greg? Are, I'm ex- you, are you in any pain? I'm exceptional. Exceptional. Yeah. So you're you're so being exceptional, you don't feel like you usually do because this is an exceptional. <laughs> oh, thing, right? you, you, you threw a wrench he's, in my work. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so, so no, no, no. So something it's not wow is going. It's not on. exceptional. Yeah. Relative to my state of being. Yeah. It's I feel exceptional relative to everyone around me. Okay. That's actually that's that's it. You know, it's, uh, I was just talking to my uh, my work partner, my guy at work with at work, uh, also Greg, uh, and he said I'll have to kill he, him. He said he said you know there's there's this there's this thing called called uh, I forget how he called it. It was something like you know uh, the fact that joy when you do something that that causes you joy, eventually it it goes away. And you don't feel joy anymore. What's the German word for that? Oh, when the joy know. goes away. Just, I'm sure there is a German word. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Well, let's see. Freilich means joyful. Mm-hmm. So, ah. And? Freilich lassen. To lose joy. There we to go. To lose joy. I bet, it's, I bet it's close. To lose joy. How about so, the end of joy? The end of, the end of joy would be... Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I can't remember any of my German. Yeah. I never use it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, that's why you can't be exceptional, like, all the time, because eventually it's going to sort of uh, sort of fade. If, yeah. It's entropy. If you're always exceptional. It's just entropy. You're never exceptional. That's right. Yep. All right. So normally we do things Greg's wife, wife does. does. Yeah. So now we're going to do things Greg's wife hates. Oh, and there's, and we there's learned this. Things. We learned this the other night. And she's gonna kill me for for doing this, but that's that that's okay because it's a it's a hatred that I can get behind, that I can I can you know it's it's you're, not yeah you're so, united in your hate. So we'll we'll start at the beginning and we'll we'll land we'll land at the hate. So we've been doing the cookie the uh, um, the fortune cookie the fortune spots, cookie thing right yeah, and we have this little little snippet that we recorded of the unwrapping of the cookie and the the opening of the wrapper and the and the biting of the and cookie you, you crunching and, and, a, the, and, a, and a, yeah. and I and I told Tyler. Over and over and over again. That needs to be two and a half seconds long. Two seconds, not even. It needs to be 
crinkle yeah. open crunch. Like then that's all, the all quick the, all the beauty, yeah. all the gorgeousness. Yeah, I know, I know, will, I know. And gone. he's yeah. the editor, and he has the. Apparently, it's like I don't know. It's like a minute and a half long. No, it's not that long. No, but it's, it's like it's like, like four seconds. It's very long. it's very long, and there is the crunching and the eating part, which yeah. really should just be. Just be, that's it. I'm actually getting rid of the whole thing. So we'll just, we'll just use the app. But my my wife hates that whole ASMR. Yeah. Crunching, lip smacking, yeah. eating noise. Yeah. It makes her crazy. She actually says she stopped listening to a podcast. I think because one the guy people. would one of the guys sticks in his podcast was he would uh, taste and evaluate cookies that people sent him. Yeah. So he'd be a lot of like I'm not gonna make that. Well, I'll do it. Yeah. No, don't you know oh, oh. that that sound right of the eating? But he's doing genuinely eating real yeah, cookies, eating at you know, the microphone, on, on the, yeah. not just faking it. But my wife went a little crazy and was like, "Don't, you got to stop it! It's terrible! I hate it! Everyone hates it! You're losing listeners by the thousands." Did she actually tell you know? this to the guy? No, she no, oh, she said this to us. Oh, to us. She said this oh, to us well. yesterday. Okay, at, well. the, at the at All the all right, pub. so so listen, listen, listen. So so for the sake of the podcast, we we will no longer be having the no, the no. crunching eating segment. I. Of the, Personally, think that I'm going to challenge you on that, and offline yeah. we will we will discuss this because I think it can be edited into a funny little. Like, well, I little, think I think actually, uh, yeah, crinkle open crunch like like that kind of you know, but uh, nothing. Even I think people are very sensitive about this. Um, I know our friend Nate goes into a rage when he hears things like this. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I mean, obviously you can go out full on, you know. Old man with no dentures eating a ham sandwich with his d- dentures with, rattling with around his, in his. No, there's face. no dentures. Just, no dentures. Just, you know, no, stop, stop it now. <laughs> stop it. All right. So that, that's something my Mr. wife. Mr. McKeezer, you have to leave, sir. <laughs> Mr. McKeezer. So that's something my wife hates, and I think that's a legitimate hate. Yeah, I think that's that's legit. I think that's all right. Yeah. All so right. and and we, we'll, we're going to take steps to address it. Well, and there will be more of these segments. Uh, no, I don't want her to think. Well, I mean, if later on, she doesn't hate. It's not like she's a hateful. She's awesome, you know. She but ha- well, she I'll, hates. You know, what she hates what? government intrusion into your personal business. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like that. No, no. So uh, uh, I would think things she does, which is oh, here's something that she does. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had the we had the uh, pirate ship. Yeah. She has all the themes for the next three years. Does she? Planned out and ready to go. That's we'll good. talk about that another time. Yeah, but absolutely. yeah, so she's 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 ready to go for Halloween. Thank you for listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg. Uh, we hope you enjoyed learning about tardigrades. Ooh, tardigrades. It's fun to say. That's a fun our, word. I, for one, welcome our new alien tardigrade our new masters. Tardigrade overlords. Yes. Um, uh, we learned about sauces, you know, and it doesn't, you know, it was interesting that it doesn't have to be a fancy smanchy sauce to be a good sauce. You know, if right? you, you throw in a pinch of tardigrades, it, it actually tastes, makes everything better. It makes everything better. It's the new bacon. It's the Christopher Walken yeah. of, of, of segmented so, eight-legged creatures. Speaking about Christopher Walken, my brother and I used to say, uh, say this all the time. You know, like bacon makes everything better. Yeah, it right. It makes sure. nothing. You can add bacon to anything. It will yeah. only improve. Christopher Walken. You can only, if you take the two main characters out of any movie, and you substitute Christopher Walken and Nathan Lane. Yeah, right. You can only improve that movie. Only that's absolutely. Yeah, so we'll do that. And maybe that's Frodo, a, Frodo, and and Sam. Could you imagine? A me, total improvement. Totally edgy Sam as Christopher Walken. At, wow. Anyway. La La Land. Right. <laughs> right. right. Perfect. So, uh, so we'll, we'll, maybe we'll do that. We'll talk yeah. about that later. Um, so we talk about sauce. We're talking about pasta. What makes a good pasta and marketing. Yeah. Now, you know, telling you what you want to buy. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my God! That's what my it marketing is. friends. They wouldn't. Um, they wouldn't do it if it didn't we work. Talked about, we talked about. Uh, what did you talk about? About hot chicks selling stuff. Well, I would say I. I, I yeah. Yeah. So that, that was a little. I was saying, I, we, were, I, we were. We were. Charlie and I were discussing this a little bit, and it's not really offensive. I don't think it was offensive in what we were saying, but I think that acknowledging that. You know, a hot chick is going to sell you more whatever than a, a, a normal looking person is unfortunate. It is. And I, I think yeah. that that's. But you know, again, this is the same thing yeah. as marketing. People do these things because they work. Yeah. And and even though it's, well, it's you, not, you know, it's a hot really, chick selling you a car or a beer is no more dishonest than chunky style uh, tomato sauce, that's, that's which true. is not any that's really. True. You don't. By the way, you don't by want the way, it. Don't look up chunky style on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> chunky style. Do the old chunky style. Um, I like them chunky style. Uh, so, uh, so that's it. So we hope you enjoyed uh, today's podcast. Uh, this was kind of fun for us. I enjoyed yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, this, these discussions. This was, this was a neat one. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, just uh, as a note, um, Greg and I, uh, as well as several other friends, are going to be in sunny Florida next week, mm-hmm. and uh, there will be a, a one-week hiatus for the podcast. Yeah. So uh, hopefully, I'll be, uh, I'll be sandcastling. You sand, don't, uh, a don't, verb. That's, a verb. That's also on As a Urban Dictionary. You said not to look it up. <laughs> Don't look so up sandcastling on Urban Dictionary. Right? Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, but uh, uh, you know, we'll we'll be back the following week, and uh, till uh, that time, uh, have a good night and uh, listen to us later. Yeah. All right. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website at, you guessed it, pretendtoimagine.com. Produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. Web design and tech support by Small Hall Studios. Audio by Mitch Myers. Music by Greg Fisher. Editing by Tyler Smith. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. And give us a five-star rating if you enjoy our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending.